Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. If you keep up with my devotions in the morning, I think the past four, I think four or five, I accidentally streamed them from my personal page rather than the church page. So you can always go over to my personal Facebook page and watch them there. I switched between the accounts back and forth and I just completely forgot to switch to the church account those past few days when I did the morning devotion. So I'm back on the church account now, but I just wanted to make you aware of it. So let's jump right in and let's look at chapter 26, verse 3 through 4 of Proverbs. So we got more analogy, more metaphor here from Solomon. And really good stuff. I mean, most of these in this chapter, he's he's already mentioned them in Proverbs, and we've already kind of talked about them. But Solomon, what I'm learning is Solomon likes to say the same wise truths, but use different um, objects or object lessons to explain that truth. And that's what we're seeing uh, through this section. We've already talked about these truths, but it's in a different way. So verse 3 says, A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. So what's he saying here? Okay, the reason why quite often a whip or spurs on your boots or a bridle is necessary for a horse or a donkey, the reason why is because you cannot reason with these animals, right? They, they're, they're not a human being, so you cannot talk to them and say, hey, if you do this job and you do it this way and you do it right, I'll pay you this much. Okay, it doesn't work that way, right? These animals, you cannot reason with them. So in order to get them to do what you want them to do, you train them. But even after training them, you still have to use a whip lightly. It's not talking about beating the animal, but you have to use things that steer and direct them, like a bridle, okay? And what Solomon is doing is he's trying to explain that people, foolish people, are the same way. Foolish people are the same way. And this verse kind of falls right in line with practically the entirety of the history of Israel in the Old Testament. Okay, So I've been preaching through Judges the last few weeks. And the reoccurring theme in Judges is the Israelite people, Okay, they turn against God. That's, that's what happens first. They worship false gods, and they stop worshiping the one true God. Okay, God is upset. He's hurt, right? Because they're committing spiritual adultery against him. So God sends correction, typically through the form of oppression from another nation, right? That would be the rod for the back of fools. They come in. They oppress the Israelites. The Israelites realize how much they need God. They cry out to God. And then they start turning back to God. God sends someone to save them. And then the relationship is restored. And then after it's restored, a few decades, then they fall back into the same thing again. So they keep doing foolish things, right? And the foolish thing is that they reject God. That's what a fool is, is someone who does not surrender to the Lord. So what God has to do is he has to treat them like an animal that can't be reasoned with. And he has to bring a rod and whip them back into submission and direct them down the right path. That's the idea here, okay? 
So the lesson from this that we can take is don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Heed God's word. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Surrender to his commands in scripture. Don't try to justify sin and live in sin and then be surprised when God sends correction your way. Okay? Surrender to the Lord, follow him, submit to his word, and you're going to be a wise person. You're not going to be the fool who needs a rod. Okay? Now, verse 4 says, Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. There's a lot of people out there who don't know the Lord. They're missing something important deep within their heart, and they're agitated, and they're angry, and they don't know what's missing. They don't know what it is that they need to bring true joy and peace into their life. So they are just troublemakers. They seem to always be looking for a fight. They're always trying to find fault in other people so that they can push them down to hopefully maybe elevate their own feeling of self-worth, right? And so you have people like that. And they're fools, according to Solomon and according to God's word, because they have not surrendered to the Lord. So they're kind of like the waves of the ocean, as Jesus would describe. They're tossed to and fro. They're not anchored to any source of stability, right? And so they, they toss in the waves, and they also run into other people who might be anchored, right, in the stormy sea. And so they cause conflict at times. And they can bring conflict into your life. But what this verse is saying is don't respond to them with the same type of foolishness and folly that they bring to you. Okay? Because then you just turn into one yourself. Right? And this falls right in line with scripture that says do not seek, do not uh, return evil with evil. Don't seek revenge. Revenge is mine, says the Lord. Instead of um, getting revenge on a person, as Solomon has said in earlier Proverbs, be kind to them. Give them kindness. Return their evil and, and rudeness and cruelty to you with kindness, and it will be like heaping lumps of coal upon their head, is the description that, that he gives. In other words, that by you being kind to them when they're cruel to you, it may have an impact on them to make them feel shame for what they're doing. And in feeling that shame, it might open their eyes to see more of God through your actions. Okay, So that's why we respond that way. Don't give folly for folly, but return folly with wisdom and in hopes that people who are living foolishly and don't know the Lord might see your wisdom, see the glory of God, and might turn to Him, which is what is most important, which is what matters the most. It's way better than seeking revenge is to see a fool become wise through loving God with all their heart. So, good stuff here. Don't be a fool. Be wise. At the end of the day, these verses are all about loving God with all your heart and loving others. The two greatest commandments, what the entirety of the Bible is built upon. So, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God's going to take care of everything else. Have a wonderful and blessed day. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.